going back to the point that I said before about nothing being perfect, I'm just accepting the fact that things will go wrong. And it definitely makes me like less scared of things to come up. Like things are fixable. We can go through them and, you know, fix the mistakes and just kind of move forward. Um, But also knowing that you can ask for help and that's okay. Um, I had a really tough time asking for help because I was like, I can do this on my own. I'm independent. I don't need more help. I can do everything on my own. But in reality, like there's so many people that have done what you're doing that can help you and just help you grow. And you don't have to feel bad about asking for help and feel like you aren't doing good enough because it will just make you do better. Um, yeah. I think so we're definitely learning that there's so many people out there that can help you um, and grow as a person in your business as well. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Uh, thanks uh, for, for joining us on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Really, really excited about bringing you just an amazing young leader, uh, Kathleen Fitzpatrick. Uh, she is a uh, uh, fourth year, just going into her fourth year at Laurier. And just an amazing story of perseverance, commitment, uh, ongoing learning, and uh, she came into our first summer and and just hit the uh, the top performer trip to Mexico uh, at ninety thousand dollars last year. Even you know with a with a pandemic being impacted by our season, she did one hundred and forty. And this year we're midway through July, has already sold two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of business. And she talks about how she did that. You know the incredible retention on our team. You know the incredible um, the you know. A cohort of uh, of women leaders in the program that are supporting her, and she's supporting them. And um, you know her, you know what she's excited about in the future as she's been selected to be one of our business coaches uh, moving forward in the program. Uh, just, just really, really inspiring for me. Inspiring for me working with these amazing, amazing young leaders. So I believe you're going to be inspired by this conversation as well. Um, and uh, I, I know you're going to love it. And we are really actively moving into our recruiting part of the season, although we really are recruiting year round, looking to attract fantastic people into our business, fantastic workers into our business who then come and join us as operators, but we're, we're really entering that phase. So if you know of any amazing young leaders looking to sort of separate themselves out in this incredibly competitive world, you know, please have them reach out to me at cthompson at studentworks.com or any, any ideas for our podcast. Also as well, you could send them this, this podcast to, to share about what we're up to, or you could send them to studentworks.com to learn more about our program. Thanks so much and uh, really appreciate your support. Have a super fantastic day. All right. So Kathleen, welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thank you. So excited to be here. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you. So it's really awesome. So so let's think back to, you know, three years ago or, you know, who was Kathleen? Explain who you were before the program. Mm-hmm. So I started in the student works management program out of my first year of university. Um, and before then, I was a 
not a full-time, but I was a competitive swimmer, just like you were, Chris, back in the day, if you remember. I forgot about that. I forgot about (laughs) that connection. So, yes. Yeah. So, definitely a lot of hours put into that. It was like 20, 25 hours a week of training. Um, So, I never really had a job before student works. I didn't really have time before and after school swimming and training. So, um, I was kind of just going through the rhythms of school, swimming, school, swimming, didn't really do much more than that. Um, even right. though I was super busy and had a lot on my plate. So, and before I went to student works, I had always wanted to do something more with my life. Like I had never really had an interest of like, working out like any fast food, not to say it's like a bad job to have, but I want to do something more. My parents always taught me to like go out and find opportunities for yourself. Like don't just work a shift job. So it was kind of like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, when the program came around my first year, I was like, wow, this is like, an amazing opportunity. I could not pass it up. My dad did this in university, so it kind of seemed like fate. Um, and yeah, I mean, any frustrations I had um, was just that I just didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself, to be honest. Awesome, awesome. So that makes sense. So, what about? I know one of the one of the the things that was in particular with yourself was, you know, you struggled to hit the success requirements to start. And and given just how powerful, you know, you were in your second year and your third year, actually, sorry, just in your first year at the end. So if you think back on that, what do you think was happening for you? Um, you know, you basically were a top performing operator who made the, the, the Mexico trip and a few months earlier, which were just having a hard time figuring out what do you think was happening for you? It was definitely the realization that things could not go perfectly. I thought I could do everything on my own and make it go well and not have anyone say no to me, but it was definitely the rejection that was just like at the door, like no painting, no painting, no painting. And it really got to me and I just didn't want to put in the work because I just had never faced that rejection ever before in my life. So that was really hard and it was hard to start up in the business in that way. Um, But once it started to turn around, I was in that more like positive feedback loop. I went right up. But it was definitely hard at the beginning with that rejection and things not going well and not going perfectly because I'd never really experienced that before. Student so works. Okay. okay, great, awesome, yeah. awesome. So, 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 so it's you know, and that's one of the things we teach in our program is is feedback loops, and so understanding that you know we you know we create feedback loops, and 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 that one hundred percent sometimes things aren't going our way, and now I know you'd have the experience to go okay, I know I just keep putting in the activity, I'll get the result. It's like in swimming, the reality is, 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 is actually, I would say that you actually have had that. You just didn't see it that way. Meaning, you know, the amount of training that you did, you would have spent many, many times training, 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 and not getting better. Just because that's kind of the training effect. You, you plateau and you just stay the same, stay the same. And you were kind of used to it, but it wasn't, no one was saying no to you. But your body was saying no to you. I'm not getting faster until, bang, suddenly you break through and you're at another level. Is that true? That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but it's seeing that context. And there's no question that there's a real context around having that visceral, no, no, I'm not interested. And then all of a sudden seeing it turn. So, yeah. yeah. So, so what do you think top performers are doing differently, Kathleen? Mm-hmm. I think like with our program, we're really big systems business, lots of systems in place that work really well and everyone kind of follows them. Um, I think the top performers now are kind of going beyond that and like creating their own systems and trying new things yeah. um, and just kind of breaking the barriers and 
doing more, trying new revenue avenues of like marketing, sales, and doing new things to like create more systems of the business. So they're not just following what we're already given to them, but are just kind of going above and beyond that to get more results, I think is a big thing. Okay. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And and it's and and again, what I would say as well is is that they're doing the systems and then they're just creating, you know better mm-hmm. you know it's like one of the things i always love to say is is our operators stand on the shoulders of all sorts of amazing alumni who've been there and then it's like oh okay let's test something new but it's it's from a space of mastery it's not from a space of of oh i'm just gonna try something new uh you know it's just like you know i i if i you know i've i've looked at mcdonald's franchisees and the success that they've had well you know the mcmuffin comes from mcdonald's franchisees who just said oh here let's go try this trial Let's see if this works. And now it's everywhere all the time, you know, and, and it's, and, and so it's from a space of mastery. Let's check this out. Let's try this. Let's try this. So, yeah, no, that's definitely something that, that our top performers are doing. So, you know, after your first year's experience, you know, having that breakthrough and then getting into that positive loop, how did you, how did you just see things differently after that first year? Yeah. Um, Going back to the point that I said before about nothing being perfect, I'm just accepting the fact that things will go wrong. And it definitely makes me like less scared of things to come up. Like things are fixable. We can go through them and, you know, fix the mistakes and just kind of move forward. Um, But also knowing that you can ask for help and that's okay. Um, I had a really tough time asking for help because I was like, I can do this on my own. I'm independent. I don't need more help. I can do everything on my own. But in reality, like there's so many people that have done what you're doing that can help you and just help you grow. And you don't have to feel bad about asking for help and feel like you aren't doing good enough because it will just make you do better. Um, yeah. I think so we're definitely learning that there's so many people out there that can help you um, and grow as a person in your business as well. Just love that. So it's so it's like early on in your business in your first year, you were reticent to ask for help. And um, it's it's actually typically our first first year operators the ones who are asking for the help the soonest and the fastest actually are the highest indicators of being top performers but it's it's funny it's it's like you said that same need oh i'm independent i'm successful i can win at things i've won at all sorts of things in the past i don't need help that holds us away when we've literally we're working with these amazing you know business coaches who can help us jump forward isn't that funny how it just kind of stands in our stands in our way um you know and 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 again you know when we look outside the business for leaders you know um again some some people just continue to kind of push this big ball up a hill or big rock up a hill rather than gee let's turn around who could actually help me who's done this before what resources are there is there a training program is there coaches or do i have you know other entrepreneurs who have done this why don't i just you know take a shortcut you know, ask for other, learn from other people's experiences. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So obviously last year was just, was just a remarkable experience living through the first phase of COVID. So why don't you share, share with our leaders, like, what was that like? You know, you'd had a first year of experience at winning, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get your business started and you're shut down. what, What was going through your mind, Kathleen? Yeah. I mean, when the first like quarantine happened and Streamworks was like, no more marketing, go home. You can't go outside. I was scared. Like I yeah. I didn't know if my business was going to survive. I didn't know if I would hire students. I didn't know yeah. if I would just have to 
just not stop the business. And I was definitely scared for the first like week or so. Um, but then once, you know, obviously like Devin, um, instilled like some confidence in us and like you guys and everyone in the company were like, no, we can do this. It's fine. Um, I started to realize that like COVID was just kind of another obstacle we had to come like overcome because I signed up for a really hard year and I knew that it was going to be hard to run a business. And yeah. I think I just kind of looked at it as another challenge that I had to overcome. Um, and I honestly, at this point now, thinking back to it, I think in the best way to say it, I'm kind of grateful the pandemic happened mm-hmm. um, just because it showed me that you can really do anything. And even a global pandemic won't stop us from running a business, like doing estimates on FaceTime calls over the phone, like not seeing people, we can still do sales. Yeah. Um, so if this were to happen for the next five years, obviously I want to hang out with my friends and do some yeah, fun stuff, of course. But, but it just makes it a little bit harder. But um, I think it definitely taught me a lot about perseverance and hard work. And um, so I just think it was just another challenge added on top of everything else that student works has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just love, I just love that. And just, and just seeing it as, as, okay, just one more challenge. What, what can we do? You know? And I just love the, mm-hmm. how is this happening for us? And, and I know, uh, you know, we've learned so many things from the, the, the pandemic, you know, we, we, we never used to market much on Facebook anymore. Now it's, 15% of our business, you know, and, mm-hmm. and all the, this, the trainings that we now do on zoom and all the, the, the capabilities that we have, I'm sure you're actually training and coaching your team on zoom, right? Like there's all these things that we're doing that we never had, uh, you know, our, our technology, um, you know, enhancements have jumped so much where, you know, though they were there for us, but we weren't using them. And, and then it's like, oh, wow. They, they, this, this, again, pandemic forced us to, and now we're like, oh, wow, we're, we're not giving up on those. Right. And of course we can't wait until we can more regularly see people in a more normalized way. And, and, and that looks like it's happening, uh, et cetera. But, but anyhow, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So, you know, obviously, you know, uh, last year you had another really successful, you know, business. What, what sort of takeaways did you have from your, you know, second year in the, in the business, you know, outside of the pandemic, what sort of things did you see, you know, see yourself as a leader, et cetera? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, in my first year, my second year, it was all really about recruiting, like recruiting the best team possible, having people that stay on. Um, so I definitely kind of not mastered it all in any way, but mm-hmm. just being a manager and like creating that community of painters, something that I really focused on last year. And I had four awesome painters that stayed throughout the whole summer. So didn't have any turnaround, which is then reflected on this year, which I've had eight painters and no like turnover at all. Wow. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's been really amazing and I'm really happy that all my painters are happy. I think if you have a good business and good employees that are happy in your business, you're going to be happy because it reflects on you and reflects on the work that you produce as well. So I think that was something that I really focused on. Um, and also just kind of scheduling and doing everything else in the business, like organization was a big thing last year that I had to focus on. So this year I wasn't just all over the place with basically doubling my business. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's fantastic. And, and so, so one of the, one of the great things that I see is, is, you know, retention of staff of, of that type, you know, is just amazing, Kathleen, like just love to, love to, love to see that, you know, uh, you know, retaining your staff all the way along. I know we've got lots of, lots of leaders listening who, you know, have, have, have been leaders in the past. And it's like, that's, you know, and, and this, this marketplace is, is yes, we talk about how great the market has been for 
home services and many other things. They've been awful for restaurants, awful for travel, you know, uh, but but great for certain industries. And but you know, it's also been hard for recruiters, you know, and and recruiting really great people. What do you think you've done that that's made your recruiting work or retention work for your business? Mm-hmm. I think just getting constant feedback from your employees and just making sure that they're happy. Um, cause I really know that my painters like are so amazing. Um, and I couldn't run the business without them. So I want to make right. sure that they're always really happy and they're enjoying their job. Um, if there's anything that they don't like, I want to fix it or just work with them to make it better. Um, because they really are the backbone of my business. So just getting that constant kind of feedback from them and making sure that they're happy with the, with the job and with me and me as a manager. No, it's fantastic. And and again, you know, one of the great things is happy employees, happy customers, right? Like that's, there's just this, this loop that happens, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, employees are happy. They're going to, tr- tr- you know, treat the customers really well. So, mm-hmm. um, well, that's, that's awesome. So now in your third year, so you've gone from a hundred, so you've gone from $90,000, just kind of squeaking into the top performer Mexico trip. Uh, and then you jump to 140 and now you're on your way to 250 um, already and growing. So, you know, what's 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 different about your business this year? What how, how have you been able to sort of, again, while in full-time school, run this size of a business? Yeah, I mean, I definitely have to give a lot of credit to us being an online school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to live at home in the winter semester, which was just amazing for marketing all the time. Right. I put a lot more effort into like cold calling and marketing in the winter months, which definitely set us up for success in the summer. But then I also have a really great production manager, Rachel, who's painted for me for three years. This is her third year with me. She's stuck awesome. with me ever since my rookie year. Um, and she's definitely amazing. And I couldn't do this on my own, honestly, without her and without my employees. But definitely being able to put a lot of effort in the winter to like prepare for the summer was really what set me, set me up for success this year. Fantastic. And so how do you think this program is preparing you for your future career? Oh my gosh. In like every, every way possible. Um, I like I always say like real world, real world experience, like means everything. Um, the experience that I've had over the past three years, which three years isn't like a crazy amount of time. It's only three years, but right. I've learned like so much, not only about like client like client communication, about like sales, marketing, but also myself and like what I'm capable of and what I want to do with my life. Um, and it's pretty funny, like sitting in lecture halls, learning about like, oh, how do you recruit someone or like how do you market for a business? And I'm like, I've already done this for three years. Like I just feel so far ahead from everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people that are in my age group, which is pretty amazing. Um, and just knowing that I'm really capable of anything that I set my mind to. Um, I don't really take on things unless I know that I can like perform at them at the best possible and do what I can. So it's definitely shown me that I can be just really hardworking <laughs> with the, with my life and my business in the future. Well, fantastic. Well, and I know you've you've performed so su- such an outstanding way. I know you're 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 going to be an incoming business coach, which we're so excited. You know mm-hmm. what 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 had you excited about? You know, becoming a business coach and 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 taking on other other leaders. Yeah, I mean, something that I definitely realized about myself this year um, and last year as well, and just person who I am. Like, if I'm doing my day to day stuff and like booking jobs and seeing my employees, like. I always think about them first, like, oh, I need to book this job because they won't work or I need right. to go pick up this paint because they need it. 
I'm kind of like the last resort in a way. Like I think of them first and I just, I just love helping people and I love making people happy and making sure that they're enjoying what they're doing and just knowing how much of an impact my business coach Devin made for me in my first year. Like without him, there's no way I could have done what I've done. Um, so I'd love to be that for someone else because it just made such a huge impact on my life. Fantastic. Fantastic. And so, so anything you'd like to share with the young leaders uh, on the podcast today? Yeah, um, I definitely want to touch on um, one topic here that obviously I've kind of noticed in being in student works and running a painting business, um, which is being like a girl in the trades. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, <laughs> coming out of university, you always hear about like a little bit of inequality and stuff. And um, there's been some times where obviously clients will call me or people will call me and I'd be like, hey, this is Kathleen from Student Works Painting. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> so it's like a little bit of like, you know, like prejudge. I'm like, oh, they're probably just saying that because they expect like a man's voice to come on the phone. Um, so there's always those little kind of things. That I'm like, okay, kind of annoying, but you know, it is what it is. And there are obviously some great clients who are like, yes, we love women. I yeah. have five, five out of my eight painters are girls and they love that. They're like, wow, yes. An all girl team this is the best. Um, yeah. So it's kind of mix and match, but um, I definitely want to give a shout out to any of the women in business or girls in business that are running their businesses um because even if you hear that kind of like prejudgment um you're doing amazing you're all rock stars and at the end of the day i'm also like a straight white woman so Mm -hmm. i'm not like a visible minority at all so anyone who is that i think just get some recognition there because um even just being a woman itself there's always some sort of backlash um or just judgment so i just want to give a shout out for that because you're all amazing and anyone running their business just deserves deserves a shout out for sure well, I can't agree. I think, I think, you know, one of the things that I see, Kathleen, is they're just, we all make up stories all the time. We all have judgments. It's, we're just a judgment making machine up here, just seeing things, you know, through our own perspective. And that, that again, you know, uh, looking at all the different ways we are as humans is fantastic. And that, yes, some people are going to think negatively or positively about all those ways that we are. And it just is true because, you know, you are who you are. I am who I am. Everybody in our program is who they are. And so sometimes that'll just, that'll just happen. And it's just going, there's a whole bunch of people who are looking for someone like me. Right. And just, and just because, because we just are who we are and and don't try to change it. Don't try to not act a certain way, you know, and be, be proud of who you are. That's one of the big, big things. And I know, you know, one of the things we are always super excited about is having more and more amazing women leaders in our program, you know, and uh, we know that there's a barrier a lot of times from our young women looking at our program going, really? It's the trades, right? Rather than, you know, yes. And it's all about, you know, the trades because it's so easy to learn if we're running a window cleaning business, if we're running a painting business to turn it into um, whatever business down the road that people ultimately run. Because very rarely do they stay here and they certainly could and they certainly can, you know, not even just here, but in the trades business. But mostly they're moving into other things, but there's such a, an ability to learn. And we're always trying to have people jump over that viewpoint. Just and it and it makes sense that they've got that viewpoint. And maybe their parents at home have that viewpoint. Or, you know, I don't want to 
whatever the, the, the things, you know, I don't want to get my hands dirty or whatever. And everybody can have those, those, those viewpoints anyhow. Right. So it's really, really awesome. And, and so tell me about the, the network of amazing uh, women who, who support you. Cause I see it all the time, you know, <laughs> so tell me, about, tell me about them and how it, how it feels to have, have, have them, you know, uh, have your back and have you supported. Yeah, totally. Um, there's been a few people in student works that have been with me since my rookie year. Um, Angie Lister, Maddie Ferg, Lauren Kolak. Um, they're all really, really amazing people. And honestly, I call them all the time. We have like group chats and stuff. Um, and there's obviously new rookies coming in. I love to chat with the new like girl rookies to kind of get them like motivated. And yeah. um, obviously we have little like fun events together, group chats and everything. Um, but it's just nice talking to other girls in it. Cause there obviously is like a percentage difference in the company. Um, yeah. So there's, they just make me feel so empowered and so great about myself and confident in my business. And um, honestly, I, I couldn't, be where I am without them as well. They're just awesome. Yeah. Having support from other women has probably been such an has such an impact um, on me and my business as well. Yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic. And you know, again, it's just really, really uh awesome. And again, because there is a difference, right? And it's just wonderful to sort of, you know, have people, you know, support you. And again, I see it, I just love it. Uh so, so you know, again, sh- shout out, shout out to all the women leaders in the business who are supporting each other so powerfully. So so when you think of the leader of tomorrow, final question, what comes to mind? What do you think of Kathleen? Um, so when I think of the leader of tomorrow, um, first thing that comes to mind is someone who just always wants to keep learning and always wants to keep like developing their life and will never really be like satisfied with where they are. Um, because I think that if you just want to go through life and just kind of live at like a steady, steady pace, not really doing much, you're just not really achieving what you could in your life. And I think leaders, um, kind of go above and beyond that and just aren't afraid of making mistakes and want to make mistakes. They learn from it, um, and just learn how to do better in their lives, be a better person and just develop themselves. Um, I took the landmark forum a few weeks ago, um, and that made a huge impact on my life and made me a better person looking forward to doing more courses with them in the future as well. So, um, just being able to know that you'll never ever stop learning every year around my business. I learned so much more. I'm sure that if I ran this painting business for another 20 years, I would learn something new every single day. Um, and that's also what I love about it because I like to just like create more knowledge in my brain and just be more just well-rounded, I guess, as a person. And, um, I love learning. So, yeah, I just, I just love that. Um, you know, uh, and, and I guess, cause I'm someone who actually has been that person for, you know, 30 plus years, you know, still, you know, in the, in the, you know, to me, it's not the painting business. It really is the people development business. And so, you know, and and it's one of those things where I think a lot of times we're attached to results and we do talk about results, obviously on this podcast, we're talking about your amazing results and what we create, but really the biggest thing we create is, is change and, and that's development. So, you know, for me, it's like, I'm always looking to develop myself and learn more and grow more because you can never get enough of that. Like that's just, it's just, it's fulfilling. It's fun. It's enjoyable. You know, sometimes economic success can go up and down, but, but you can always learn more. You know, because again, if it goes down, you can learn a whole lot. If it goes up, you can learn, you know, so there's always learning, not necessarily earning all the time or, you know, like you said, the, those bad jobs or those things that don't go right, we can learn. And it's really, really just a great space to be, to be living in. And I just, I just, uh, 
you know, love that. And, and, you know, Kathleen, I'm, I'm so excited about, you know, what you're going to create over the next number of years as a, as a business coach, um, you know, coaching our amazing new operators. And, and, and I know, I know you're super excited about that too. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, th- th- thanks so much for joining us. Um, and, uh, you know, a- a- excited to see what you're going to create the rest of the summer and uh, moving forward with the student works management program. Thanks so much. We're so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. Uh, oh, also as well, I loved. Thanks for putting in the the note about landmark. I know we had a a fantastic landmark introduction introduction last night, where we had uh, you know over thirty of our operators choose to come on to the uh, you know and and learn more about landmark and lore, again do more development work. You know, again, I'm just so, so committed to sort of doing development work and, and learning more about ourselves, because if we learn more about ourselves, we can make more of an impact in the world. So, so thanks for pointing that out. So uh, have a fantastic day um, and uh, keep on crushing it. Thank you. I will. Take care, Kathleen. Bye-bye. Hey leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.